Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. What's up and welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and I'm really kicking myself. I gotta start hitting record sooner because we always have great conversations to start. And then I'm like, oh, I should record this stuff. So we're talking to Joe. We just finished talking about some fun times in Nashville. And uh, Joe, we would love to get to know a little more about you, where you're from, how you got drug into the real estate industry, <laughs> and uh, where you grew up. Tell us about yourself. Absolutely. I got to compliment you first, man. That's one heck of an opening. I love that, man. I love Kyle. I told you I came from broadcasting. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love John Kitchens, and it's just, man, I know how much effort it takes to do this stuff, so great work. Thank you. Um, about me. So I, I grew up in Minnesota. I uh, sold real estate for five, six years at a place called the Diner Realty. Loved it. Loved the people. Um, I was partying a little too hard, and even though I was a top 2% agent, it didn't matter how much I made. I was spending more than I was making. So uh, the Army became very attractive to me for obvious reasons. Joined the Army, put 10 years in. And uh, when I got out, I decided to come down here to sunny South Florida and sell houses. Didn't know a soul down here. Um, implemented a huge social media marketing plan. And uh, when I got here, I had 31 scheduled appointments. So I just got right to work. And uh, last year was my second full year down here. So just loving it, man. Cool. Sunny South. What'd you say? Sunnyville, Florida? No, Florida. Sunny South, Florida. Sunny South, Florida. I yes, ma'am. And we don't get, you know, as much sunshine here in Tennessee as it's down in Florida. I've been a couple of times and it's just gorgeous down there. You got us beat on music. This is true because, <laughs> you know, we work just off of Broadway and we'll be driving down there to get to work at 8 a.m. and bands are warming up. Oh, that's you awesome. I'm jealous. Cars on their back, just going. Yeah, and that's cool. And it's a, it's a nice little lunch break on Friday to head down there. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's fun. Well, cool. Well, that's a fun story. You know, are you, you're out of the army, moved to Florida, getting this going. What drew you to EXP? Did you start with EXP? Did you start with another broker? Tell us that story. So when I was coming from the army here, uh, I actually took probably three, four months before I got out of the army. I flew down here for the weekend and I met with three brokerages and one was Coldwell Banker, one was Berkshire Hathaway, and one was uh, Keller Williams. I'd never even heard of EXP. So uh, I met with the three and I decided to go with Keller Williams. And it really had very little to do with Keller Williams. It had a lot to do with the, the guy who met with me when I came down. He just, he opened, it wasn't the broker. The broker was busy. He was in Tampa. So it was one of their top agents and he was probably 30 years old. We think alike, we talk alike, we wanted to do a lot of the same things, but he was doing it and he showed me everything. He showed me the CRM, he showed me his lead generation. He showed me a lot of things that when I was in Minnesota, I was a really hard worker, but I wasn't really using technology. I, I, I wasn't really leveraging anything. So he showed me all the tools that I wanted to use. So it was pretty exciting. 
so I, I fell in love with him, and he just happened to be a Keller Williams. So fast forward about five, six months, he goes to EXP. And I'm like, ah, there goes my buddy, man. Because we used to cold call next to each other and we, you know, kick things off of each other, whatever. His team, I had a team, he had a team. Uh, all of our teammates kind of hung around each other and, and he left. So he asked me, hey, do you want to talk about EXP? Do you want? And he was very cool about it. He was not pushy at all. And I said, hey, man, I appreciate it. But, dude, I've been here for six months. I got to sell some houses. I'm not worried about changing brokerages or what's the best split. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I kept saying, you know, thank you, but no thank you. And finally, he said, dude, I got a beachfront condo down in Key West. And there's going to be all these stud agents down there talking about the biggest things in real estate. And this room's going to have 50 agents. And, and the, the lowest grossing agent will have done 50 million that year. Do you want to go? I said, yeah, dude, let's go. So we get there the night before. There's this party up on the hotel. On the roof. So I go up there with them and I'm like, hey, Joe Rosen, how you doing? Oh, hey, so-and-so with EXP Realty. Oh, hey, cool. So, hey, Joe Rosen with Keller Williams. Oh, hey, so-and-so with EXP Realty. And this kept happening over and over. And finally, I go back to my buddy and I said, listen, man, there's a lot of EXP people here. He's like, oh, yeah, this is an EXP event. I didn't tell you that. I'm like, you son of a gun. So, and I'll tell you, it was not pitchy at all. I think we were there for two, three days. And there was one hour where they discussed the EXP model. Otherwise, the rest of it was whatever anybody wanted to talk about. So, like, you had Kyle Whistle on there. Yes. Uh, you got into how to hire, how to fire, how to motivate, how to dangle carrots in front of your team, how to set up your different calling hours. And, like, dude, that dude created so many things in my business. And had I never met him at that event, I would have never seen that stuff, right? John Kitchens was down there. Veronica Figueroa was there. Daniel Beer was there. All yeah. the different names in real estate were there. And it cost me nothing to sit in that room and soak in some of the biggest ideas I'd ever heard of that have had the most impact on my business since I've been in real estate. So it was incredible. It was incredible. So that's that's kind of how it started. I love that. You know, getting that first impression, that good impression, you know, having somebody that you trust, you don't feel the pressure. They introduced you to EXP and you're like, oh, how weird. There's a lot of EXP guys here. And he's like... <laughs> They're all EXP guys. Yeah. That's funny. But what a great introduction to it. So, you know, you saw the, you know, the influence that EXP had. They have these great leaders, great collaboration. So would you say that's the number one reason you're still at EXP or why don't you leave? Because I know they offer stock options, revenue share, I don't know, collaboration, training, legacy funds, everything you may need. So what keeps you with EXP? Well, I'll tell you the reason that I came here, it was the guy right above me and, and his sponsor, the guy above him, both had big teams in my area. And they both said, listen, we love you. We'll take you out for lunch. You can ask us any question you want, but we can't go out to lunch with you every single week. We got a business to run. But if you come to EXP, we'll open up the books for you. You can look at whatever you want as often as you want, because at that point, we're going to have a financial incentive to do so, right? So it makes business sense, not just, hey, we're friends sense. So I said, hey, I want that. So originally I was attracted because I had two guys who were willing to show me how their teams worked. And I had a lot of great people at Keller Williams who had great teams, but they were not incentivized monetarily to help me. So they just weren't doing it. And again, they'd take me out to lunch, but they're not going to spend a lot of time with me. And it's understandable that they wouldn't. 
So that was really attractive. But the more I'm in it and the bigger I'm getting, the more value I see in the culture of the XP. And like you said, just all of those studs doing nine, 10 figures worth of sales. And literally, it doesn't matter if you're in their upline or not, their downline or not. You can call them at any time and they'll help you. I've had half these guys on my podcast. I've had them send me the books that they've written. I've contacted them and said, hey, I'm, I'm building my team and I think my contracts suck. And they say, end of conversation. Just get in touch with my admin. Here's our contracts. Like, these guys are amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's interesting that no other brokerage has built a culture like this because, my gosh, it's attractive. And really, in my opinion, all it took was revenue share. Mm-hmm. And once you get revenue share, and you might think, okay, well, you're not in these guys' downline. Revenue share doesn't really matter for them. True, but they own stock. So the better I do and the more I sell, the more their stock goes up. And right. they're thinking about Joe Rosen. They're thinking about all the Joe Rosens. And if I help all those guys build, man, our stock is going up. So there's so much incentive that it's just – attraction after attraction after attraction there's so many pieces to it it's incredible man so what one thing long term probably the collaboration and the revenue share um short term it was just how the heck do i build a team mm-hmm. yeah no that's great you know building that team and then new goals you know there's no such thing as perfection there's always a new level of excellence i had an interview tell me that yesterday and i loved that because yeah. that just seems to be like the the motive at exp you know you can always improve you don't have to, but we have the tools right here. If you want to, you just have to put yourself into it. Yes. So it sounds like, you know, you take a lot of time investing in yourself, investing in those around you. Um, you're a busy guy, obviously high enough production to hit icon. So what do you do to take care of Joe Rosen? How do you make sure chaos doesn't strike? You've got a work-life balance and you're not in constant burnout. Well, I mean, a sleep schedule is critical. So mm-hmm. I go to bed every night at 9.30, wake up every morning at 4.30. Um, and then, you know, I'm out working out until 6.30. So, you know, I, I take care of my mind, honestly, my body in the morning. And I think the morning is the best time to do it. I know some people like doing it in the afternoon, but in all, all honesty, the rest of my morning, the rest of my midday feeds off of just me being good now. I've got some movement going on. Um, just... That sleep schedule is really important. Time blocking is incredibly important. Knowing that, hey, there's an expectation on a piece of paper that yesterday me drew for today me. And if I truly care about my dreams, if I truly care about my goals, every single thing that's on that piece of paper is a goal. It's an appointment. And I treat every appointment like a listing appointment. If it's an appointment that says I got to read 10 pages in a book, that appointment is just as important as a listing appointment. So there's no skipping appointments. That, now, I take that back. That's not 100% true. Obviously, you're not going to be able to hit 100% of the things. You've got fires that pop up and everything else. But right. you try to build transaction coordinators and assistants and operations managers and buyer's agents to help you with all those things. And you're still going to have some things seep through. But like you said, man, nothing's perfect. It's mm-hmm. just when you have a problem pop up, I always tell my guys, you can drop the ball once. That's completely fine. In fact, go find more balls to drop. That's great. But only drop them once. If you drop them twice, it means you didn't create a solution to the problem, right? Mm-hmm. So drop them, create a solution, never drop them again. So really just for me, 
I love being around people. It energizes me. I love teaching. I love helping. Um, I love competition. And I'm so dedicated to the process that, you know, this business can get boring. It's not as exciting as I think a lot of people think it is. It gets boring. And do you know who David Goggins is? No, but his name has been mentioned a lot. Yeah, so he uh, he is this lean, mean black dude who used to be in the military. Yeah, he used to be over three hundred pounds. Wow! And he'd obviously get teased about his weight. There was uh-huh. a lot of racism he faced. He grew mm-hmm. up in a horrible uh, childhood, right? I think his dad was a pimp, and his mom I can't remember what she oh, did. Wow. She, got, yeah. she got beat by his dad, and uh, he used to have this victim mindset of my mm-hmm. life sucks, and I'm just poor and black and fat and dumb and, you know, name whatever adjective you want. And uh, eventually he just looked in the mirror one day and said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to change this. And this is not how I'm going to view myself. I'm going to be an animal. And so he challenged himself every day, not just to go out and challenge himself, but when he looked at adversity, it didn't suck. It started to be, he talks about taking souls, right? When he runs or he's doing push-ups or whatever, most of us feel the pain. But he looks at everyone else feeling the pain and he thinks, the more I keep going and the more they look at me and they see that this isn't painful for me and I'm smiling or I'm singing to myself or I'm just talking to myself, I'm going to take their soul. And once I've taken their soul, they're done. I'm going to beat all these people. And the guy is crazy. So I've kind of taken that mindset on maybe to a lesser extent in Mm -hmm. real estate of just, hey, if I got to make a bunch of cold calls and get rejected all day, if I got to risk some money on something that might lose money, if I got to work late, if I got to wake up early, if I've got to skip a lunch, if I've got to whatever, it doesn't matter, whatever crappy thing you can think of, the more I hear in my mind that that's adversity and it sucks, the more excited I am to do it. And I think so many agents, they talk about 87% make it, 13 don't. Mm-hmm. 13%, man, they want, I almost I almost swore on your podcast, they want the adversity. They want the hurdles, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can get your mind into wanting it, that's really what takes care of me is just having a mindset of bring it on. I hope it gets bigger. I hope it gets worse. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great mindset to have, you know, and you are in charge of the way that you react to things, you know, and like the, the emotions that you handle, the way you display them, you know, and how you come up with a solution for it. So I think that's a great attitude. You know, there are, you know, there are times that you can be the victim and there are absolutely um, scenarios in which it's called for, but ultimately there's gotta be a day, a moment where you get back up you start fighting and you start representing yourself in a different light. And I love that. That's a great, great uh, little anecdote that you added there. Now, you know, obviously you're a hype producer and you've won the Icon Award. That's why you're on the Icon Podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about the production you had to do to get there? Kind of explain the award in your own words and maybe the benefits that it's brought Mm -hmm. to you? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who your audience is, but if you're not with EXP, uh, Icon is once you cap, which depending upon the market you're in, $16,000 to cap as a single agent, right? So, uh, you know, in my market, it's about seven to 10 deals. Mm -hmm. If you're in California, it might be four deals. If you're in, I don't know, some poor part of 
I'm not going to pick states or I'm going to, I'm going to get, uh, you know, people upset with me, but I'll just say lower price ranged areas. I don't know, maybe it's 12, 13 deals, but once you've capped, you got to do 20 more deals. So my market, it's about 27 to 30 deals and you're an icon. So in all honesty, okay, so here's what you get, right? You get $16,000 in stock. It's 8,000 right away. And then it's another four. If you do, it's a myriad of different things you can choose to do. But in my opinion, the easiest one is you teach six one-hour classes in EXP world, right? There's other options, but in my opinion, that's the easiest. And if you do the math, you're making $667 for a one-hour class Mm -hmm. six times, right? You're getting that in stock. It's pretty amazing. And then the other two and two, right? That total 16, you got to go to EXP kind, you got to go to shareholders. So they're essentially saying, Hey, if you're a stud, if you're producing, if you're one of the people who's got the minds and the work ethic that we want, we want to make sure that you go to EXP con mm-hmm. and shareholders. And not only do we want you to go, we're going to ensure that we give you more stock than you possibly could spend by getting there. There's no way in hotel and in an airfare, it's going to cost you two grand, right? Unless you're crazy and you're out partying, but that's on you. But if you just go, it's not going to cost you two grand. So you're making money going to these events. You're mm-hmm. surrounded by incredible people who are going to fire you up. And I don't care if you're the number one agent at EXP. Somebody there is going to say something that you haven't thought of, or maybe you heard three years ago, but you weren't ready for it, right? Now you heard it again. It's time to implement it. You're going to get mm-hmm. so much out of those events. It's incredible. So that's what Icon is. Uh, and then they send you a pretty little award. And uh, that's basically it, man. So yeah, that's Icon. Okay, right on. So, you know, you won that award and, you know, people that have maybe just joined DXP or just joined the real estate world and picked DXP to be their first brokerage, is the Icon Award something that they should strive for in their first years? Um, kind of give some advice to maybe those newbies watching right now. It would really depend. If you're a single agent, you can do it. You absolutely can do it. Um, but I would say probably one, two, three percent of agents are going to do it. Now I will tell you, if you know, 13% make it, and let's just say it's 3% who get icon. That means a quarter of the people who eventually make it get icon. So it's not mm-hmm. that crazy of a number. You got to remember there's all kinds of agents out there doing zero, one, two deals a year. Right. right. So I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to do that. But that's mm-hmm. my personal opinion. If you're on a team, you absolutely should be doing it. Because if you're on a team, you should be getting training. You should be getting leads. You should be committed to some sort of process that they've got in place for you that ensures that you're going to do it, right? I will tell you, though, if you're on a team, you have a choice. Uh, there's mega teams and there's regular teams. Regular teams, you get an $8,000 cap as a team agent. If you're on a mega team, uh, you get a $4,000 cap. If you choose one of those caps, which is awesome, you forego the ability to hit uh, icon, right? So sometimes I get people on my team, I know they're ready to roll because they're like, once you explain that to them, they're like, I'll take the $16,000 cap. And I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah. What I hear. <laughs> team leader doesn't impact me at all. It has no impact. Mm-hmm. But now I know where your mind is at, right? right? So that's really important. I would say if you're a single agent, though, first year is challenging. Your second year, you should unquestionably be doing it. Unquestionably. Like I said, even in a challenging market, it's in the low 30s deals. I don't know why you'd want to be in real estate if in your second year you can't do 30 deals. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, it is challenging. But if you set out your goals, you know, make sure you have things blocked out, scheduled in. It's definitely achievable. Now, you know, at one point you said, 
hey, like, oh, my best buddy went over to EXP, but oh, I got to sell a house over here. I can't be worried about, you know, doing brokerages, but I do see that the grass is greener over there. What's the catch? Why is everybody making the jump? Is that a pyramid scheme? Is it a cult? What the heck? Like, what's going on? What would you have to say to somebody that's skeptical, maybe watching this video right now? Um, it's understandable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get phone calls all day long from CRM providers, lead providers. I can't use them all and they're not all the best, right? So it's understandable. And everybody is going to tell you their brokerage is the best. I think though, EXP has exploded at such a literally a record setting pace that if you're serious about your business, if you're serious about real estate, if you're serious about your future, I think at a minimum, you should find someone that you trust in this business and just ask them about EXP. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can understand it, and there's a video, man, Brent Gove did a wonderful video, uh, The Model Explained. I think it's 17, 18 minutes. It's the best explanation of EXP I've ever heard. But if you're serious about your business and you're not looking into this stuff seriously, I mean, listen, I'm not married to EXP. I'm married to the best business model out there. Right. If some new company called ABC Realty pops up tomorrow and it's got a better deal, I hope I'm smart enough as a businessman, not as an EXP Kool-Aid drinker, to listen to that person who's at that brokerage and say, yes, it makes more sense or no, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I really think, you know, a lot of the brokerages, if you heard them, they've been around forever, right? Why haven't you heard the pitch? Well, maybe because it's kind of like everything else. But if something's blowing up and that many people make the move, I think it would be worth watching a 17, 18 minute video and taking out a buddy who you trust in the industry and having a beer. Absolutely. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And at least if you're informed on it and you're hearing somebody out, you know, you know, if you're not making the decision, that's why, or you're not making the jump. That's why there's reasons why, but not if you're not wanting to hear about it. If you've just yeah. completely closed off the world, then what's the point? Yeah. Because I've done the math. Is... Go ahead. Yeah. I've done the math on so many different brokerages. And honestly, the only people, in my opinion, that EXP, I shouldn't even say in my opinion, mathematically, that EXP does not make sense for is if you're doing six, eight deals a year or less, and you have no intention on growing, you want to stay at six or eight deals a year. Mm -hmm. It makes sense to go to 100% brokerage that charges you two to $500 per deal. And just do that. It's going to be cheaper, right? EXP is going to be more expensive. But if you do more than eight deals or if you desire to grow, there's no reason you'd want to be anywhere else, in my opinion, at least mathematically. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And like the thing is, is like the number one thing I hear about EXP is I wish I had made the jump sooner. Earlier. Yep, exactly. Which is really cool and people that i've talked to love exp there's you know everyone that i've talked to is like i don't imagine i'll ever leave exp but if something comes out of the woods and it's better i'm willing to listen and that's the mindset that they had when exp was presented to them and they've built an empire on top of it which is really cool yeah. i've got um, a few more minutes left with you here so i would love to have you talk a little bit about what your specialty is when you know coaching those one-hour classes what do you focus on you're talking about my training for my team? 
Yeah, I'm talking about your training. Yeah, okay. So I've got a team in a downline, and my entire downline has the ability to come and watch my training, right? So we do trainings Tuesdays and Thursdays for an hour each, and then we also have role-playing in the morning for an hour, and that's five days a week. So we have seven different trainings that we do, right? I've got agents in seven different states. Uh, mm-hmm. So we perfect per- purposely put it at 11 o'clock uh, in the morning because I'm on the East Coast, so my California agents can log in and watch it at 8 a.m., they're all recorded, and we talk about a slew of things. We've got a uh, listing boot camp and a CMA boot camp that we do once a quarter, every quarter. The listing boot camp goes through, and uh, if you guys know Jay Kinderman, one of the biggest, best agents with EXP, he's got an amazing NAEA. It's the National Association of Expert Advisors. We took his course on listings, and uh, we absolutely are using to a T his listing presentation. So you get that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with our CMA, we're going to go around locally. We're going to drive to three houses. We're going to video them for anybody who's coming through uh, the video stream. And then we're going to sit down and we're going to do a CMA on those three houses. And oh, we're yeah. all going to talk about what we think the home is worth and why. And then I'm going to go last. And we're going to talk about you know where we're at on numbers. You see a lot of agents, new agents are off 60, 80, $100,000. And a lot of the more seasoned agents are all within maybe ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 of each other, right? Mm-hmm. So that's helpful. We talk about the perfect open house, lead generation ideas, um, how to track your numbers so you can change as time goes on. Because whatever you're doing right now, guarantee it's not going to work in, in five years, right? right. You've got to always be testing and changing. Uh, we talk about role-playing, objection handling, um, title, numbers, uh, loans, right? What's the difference between conventional VA, FHA? You name it, we talk about it. And if there's something that you want to talk about that we haven't talked about, all you got to do is bring it up to our ops manager and she throws it on the calendar. That's awesome. You know, making sure that everybody's on top of their game. Everybody's on the same page as far as the definitions they go by. That's fabulous, Joe. Seems like you really invest in your team and in return, you get great performance out of them. I do. I do. And I love them, man. They're like family. So when you've all got the same passion and the same path and you're waking up every morning early to go attack it, I mean, you just fall in love with these people, you know? Absolutely. No, that's totally understandable. Um, Joe, I'm out of questions for you, but is there anything else that you want to touch on? No, I just think it's awesome that you're doing this. You know, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. You're the first one who I've seen do it at a mass scale, and I think it's pretty dang impressive. Like I said, you've got a great intro, you've got a great personality, and you've got consistency, man. Things get boring after a while. You're going to do a million of these, and after 50, you're going to be like, man, I'm sick of talking to bald-headed dudes about their business. But you keep doing it, right? So I just want to say how impressed I am with you. Thanks, Joe. You know, um, I found it pretty interesting. Everybody's got a different story. Uh, It definitely helps when they bring an energy like yours. But, you know, I've talked to a real estate agent who's a three-time world champion of arm wrestling, you know? So I've had, I know, it's not fun. Or Who's like, that? You know, um, I think it's, I think it was Ryan Espy. I'm going to go find him. You should. And you uh, kill me, but I want to try it. No, now. it's hilarious. I'll invite you to our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, Icon podcast. He's on there because I was like, kind of talking trash to him. Like, I want to see CrossFit. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you at EXP Con. Yeah, that's what I'm like, talking about. He's got like a belt behind him, dude. He goes, World Championship Con. I'm over here. You gotta wear that to listing appointments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, here's for your next open house. Here's a marketing idea. Challenge people to come up. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's when you're negotiating commission. No, All right, let's talk no about I'm it. telling you. I'm like, yeah. I'll piece of this pie, but I'll make t-shirts for the unit. You can sell them. Now we're talking. Yes. But, you know, it's fun when people bring the energy and it's cool to see how passionate people are about EXP and all the different, you know, roads they come from, whether they served for the country or, you know, they were one of the founding um, members in Canada of the EXP train. Like it's, it's been really cool. So the, all the, all the bald headed guys, I don't mind them. I like them a lot. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me on. I love your energy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, if you have any ideas for spinoff podcasts in the future, you let me know uh, because that's my job is to talk to people. So if you want to talk more about, you know, maybe some of the culture classes that you do for EXP, um, kind of help people come up with ideas, maybe their first year icon, they don't know how to go get back to the culture. They don't really know how to coach. Um, let me know and we can talk about it. I love that. Not a problem. <laughs> Sounds good, Joe. It's been uh, a pleasure having you today. Yeah, the pleasure's all mine. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, take care.